Gab and Girl Time contains explicit sexually mature themes and is intended for a mature audience. The opinions expressed here do not necessarily reflect the views of any platforms, sponsors, or social media. Gabin Gay Time, where the Gabin girls bow to the patriarchy. <laughs> where we have all of our favorite gays on for one month. But we do love them. And we Out like of the men. year. Hey, I've had fun this month. I don't know about you. Yeah, we may I have had... to we may have to make our podcast more inclusive because it has been pretty fun. And I like boys. I don't want people I to do think too. I don't like men. I like men. I just don't like asshole straight men you know the ones that aren't true to themselves all right well all men men all men men just men no i'm just kidding (laughs) (laughs) i don't know sometimes i like to parlay with a good asshole every now and again that's my gay side i just every now and again i like the assholes right that's my gay man side. I mean, I enjoy those too. <laughs> I'm not you know? a big asshole kind of person. You just well, haven't found the right asshole yet. Is that it? Mm-hmm. Hmm. Well, she is. It's just she, you know, her Hitachi takes care of that business. Her as she is the asshole. Yeah, I'm just what I'm get saying. Right into I'm alluding it. Okay. to. Okay, so yeah, who do we have on? I, I know, don't right? even know. This he is like has, a mystery. He, he guest walked to me. in five minutes ago, and you're like, "Who the fuck is this?" Yeah, I don't even know yeah. who this person is. Okay, I didn't even know we had a Joey <laughs> scheduled. I'm like, we know it. Are we having a kangaroo? And I was like, no, we have a a Joey. I'm like, ah, oh, okay. How you doing? That's what I think of when I think uh, of Joey. Do you? Yeah. Were you a, a person that watched that show? Uh, yeah, because I, I really liked the fat Monica storyline. I thought that that was yeah. more authentically her. Yeah. You know? And I loved, I really liked the whole Ross and Rachel thing until he got to be like toxic, crazy, you know, there at the end, like dumb. I'm not, we're not here to talk about friends. We're here to talk about my friends. Yeah, let's do that because I really yeah. don't. I've never jumped on. Okay, so we again. met a few years ago. I don't remember the year, and I'm so sorry for that. I want to say it's 2017. But I think so. Yeah, 2017. We met at the Cedar Bluff Library, and we had the same outfit on. Literally, we did, and we were instantly drawn to each other. How could you point. not be if you were in the exact same outfit? In the exact same outfit. Both of us wanting the very thing, the something we can never have. We had the same goal. Which was to be Frankenfurter at the local Satanic Mechanics audition for Rocky Horror. 
It's true. <laughs> I sprained my ankle that day. Oh, the heels no. I had on made me every bit of six seven. I even showed my ass. It wasn't good enough. <laughs> Literally showed my ass. And it wasn't good enough. Mm-mm. But I sat beside you and thought that you were beautiful, wonderful. And then once production started and we started seeing each other more, I was like, I really, really like this person a lot. Uh, you make me laugh. Thank you. Um, you're hot. I Obviously. mean, come on. Look at that face. Obviously. Yeah. I love it. <laughs> and you know you're Rocky Horror. I and, do. And that's like a religion Better to than me most. in a little, in ways. Absolutely. Shout out to the Satanic Mechanics and Rotodarier and Anatomic. Yes, ma'am. Yeah. That is so amazing. <laughs> I am sad. My daddy's not here for this interview. Maybe he'll listen to it. Oh, he he <laughs> listens to it more than I do. <laughs> uh, so yeah, he knows what's going on there more. Just because my- his Rocky Horror thing. He ha- he would have that with you guys. Love it. This is my Frankenfurter, Joey. Very or fun. As his, I guess we should, because you wanted to be your stage it's okay. name. Whichever. You're good. What's your stage name? Glizzy McGuire. Glizzy? No. Glizzy. Lizzie? No. Glizzy. Glizzy. <laughs> Tell her why it's Glizzy. So I think it should be something else, though. It, it was something else. Okay. Um, however, it was originally Nutella Versace. And then I had a midlife crisis in real life, which translated into my alter life. I'm sorry, did you say Nutella? Yeah, Vert- I love Nutella it. Versace. Mm-hmm. You know how much I love that? <laughs> Not nearly as much as I do, but probably close to the same. It's um, it's best of both worlds. It's classy. It's delicious. It's brown. Can be found in France and the United States. Um, so anyway, my son, who is 13, has... Uh, obviously speaks like kids nowadays and apparently generation alpha is that what they're called i don't know what the fuck they're called but yeah, they're on my I think nerves they're every one of them to be alpha so he thought he was pulling something over on me by talking about glizzies which are sausages and at one point he called me a glizzy gobbler which obviously sounds hilarious until you know what it means and then it sounds fucked up and then I used it against him like any good parent would. And now I'm Glizzy McGuire, which is a throwback to the 90s yes. and today mixed together. With Lizzie McGuire's mom. Are you cool mom like Lizzie McGuire? I'm pretty sure that was Regina George, but I'm not, I can't be positive. <laughs> I'm not sure who Lizzie McGuire's mom was. I don't either. I don't even know who Lizzie. I mean, I Did know who Lizzie. Did you not watch Lizzie McGuire? See, I had kids. I had to watch it. No, mine were too young for that and i was an 80s kid so i see it now on the what's it called the nickelodeon throwback when my kid watches it that's the only way i know what it is i I think it should be jizzy mcguire yeah because she swallows yeah duh there you go tagline right there that's free (laughs) i never knew all this was gonna come this is like i feel like i've already won the consolation prize yes (laughs) it's exciting it is. Okay, Joey. Yes. How did, when did you know that you were gay? So I don't, um, I'm not sure that I didn't ever not know that I was, was gay. Um, I, I've always found myself attracted to, um, everybody. So I don't even know that I would 100% class classify myself as gay more as like a pansexual type person. Um, I, for a long time I thought I was bisexual until I realized that, 
uh, being attracted to trans people as well means pansexual. And I'm the worst gay that you'll ever meet. So I only recently realized I was pansexual, even though that's who I've always been. Um, with Is that, this why you said you would fuck me? I mean, yeah, he was I mean, serious. what do you think I was doing out in the car rubbing out when, before I got in here so that this would go okay? This is like music to um, my ears. <laughs> growing, but growing up, I grew up with a very weird um, childhood. So all of that was suppressed. And believe it or not, I did not fully come out as who I am until I was 30 years old. Yeah. Well, Mind I'm, blown. I'm anxious <laughs> to hear about this childhood and yeah. how, you know... Our guest said before that he knew at a young age that, you know, that something was, do you say off or, you know, something was just different, I guess, about him. Yeah. In comparison to other people. Yeah. yeah. So I grew up in a very bizarre slash religious, what I'm going to call a cult. Um, I'm certainly not saying. If you listen to the show, you know that we love cults. Yeah. I'm certainly not saying that to be a Jehovah's Witness is a cult um, because I respect everybody's beliefs. However, um, my mom was the type of person who would hold on to the best parts of whatever religion she could piece together, um, which meant that with me and my siblings, like, you know, obviously, if you're a Jehovah's Witness, you don't celebrate holidays and give gifts and stuff like that. So my mom kind of attached to that. So one half of me was raised with a woman who claimed to be a Jehovah's Witness, but now considers herself agnostic. Um, and then a father who was a devout Catholic, and that side of my family was Hispanic. So you can only imagine that when you mix those things together, it creates a fucking disaster. Oh, my. See, I, yeah. didn't, know, I didn't know about your father's side. Surprise. Mm. Yeah, I'm, I'm talking um, the kind of Hispanic that... By the time I was six years old, I was a handler, which essentially is um, someone who helps in a chicken fight ring, which, again, do not endorse that. Love animals. But this is who I was then, and this is who I was brought up to be. And um, you would help pull the, the chickens apart, like once one had gotten a Where did a you grow up? The other ones. I grew up in the Appalachian Mountains in a small town called Clintwood, Virginia, right on the Kentucky border. It sounds like, honestly, I would not have been surprised at all if you had said uh, Florida, <laughs> True. lower Alabama, or yeah. or anywhere in Louisiana, yeah. especially Hammond <laughs> area. I would have been very surprised, but that's wild. Yeah, it was, it was something. How old were you then? <laughs> what do you mean? When, when you I were a handler. Oh. Maybe I, maybe <laughs> I, I missed like, that part. Um, I was between five and seven years old. Oh, my God. And there, it's not you enunciated too hard. It's handler. 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 There you are. Handler. You got it. Handler. Okay, like as in a hen, right? No, like as in you're handling something, but just smear it together and put a really thick, like, chaw oh, on it. I'm and that's yeah. a into it. Yeah. <laughs> handler. Yeah. Yeah. Handler. Yeah. Boy. <laughs> Get over here. Get him on. Cocks out of that ring, boy. Exactly. I don't know. At, and you're at thinking five to seven cock years ring. Old, would that not, I mean, would that not have been fun? Oh, my God. I'm getting paid to. No, they are apart. evil and like, they are trying to kill each other. And they and have literal knives spurs. tied to their heels. Yes, literal knives. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, it's like a death trap. Like it's a whole nother level of redneck. I am shocked deeply, about. Deeply. Well, hillbilly, maybe. They would sell potted meat sandwiches at the concession stand. Yes, they had concession stands at a cockfight. Mm-hmm. And um, 
Sometimes they would sell egg sandwiches, which I thought was really fucking weird, especially <laughs> considering you were constantly picking feathers out of them. I also remember them selling Star Crunch, and I credit that to why I am pushing 300 pounds now. My yeah, love of Star I mean, Crunch started oh, early. Can I tell God, you? I am telling you. <laughs> I, this is, uh, I love potted meat. I do. I know. I know. I just clutched my pearl. I know. I'm so sorry. That's what, I mean, when you were poor, that was like a delicacy. Um, My granny had deviled ham, at least. It was always like potted meat. Potted meat. Like it's the armor brand. I know what you're saying. Yeah. And uh, I haven't had one in a really long time because, I mean, because, I mean, I know. They don't sell armor around here anymore, I don't think. Yeah, they do. Didn't they? Yeah. Oh, Bryant, they don't sell around here. I've never heard of that. It's probably not. Uh, Yeah. Comes in a blue can. I mean, Mm, I can see it to this day. I can see my granny to this day. Big old pieces of white bread, and she just slathers that whole thing on there. Did you ever have a contest to see if you could shake it out faster than your siblings? Oh, of course. She wanted it to all come out one piece. (laughs) She didn't want to have to scrape around the can. Sound? That's what she needed. (laughs) That's what she wanted. That was the goal. Rarely ever happened, though. But I can't say if it wasn't presented in front of me, I would not at least have a bite of it. Had I known no. that, I would have brought some. <laughs> I would have would have reset. Okay, yeah. so the, you're back to the pot yes. of meat concession stands, and you and Star Crunch because that was probably the the delicacy on there. It really it was. Yeah. there's no way around that. Yeah, mm-hmm. if I had a choice, I'd be eating a Star Crunch. I guess. <laughs> yeah. You do both, but I also um, grew up Unless on a farm. I had some bull peanuts there. I might be in. A couple See, of we did, we didn't have those. I'd never heard of those until they're really gross. But I would eat them in a pinch, like over <laughs> potted meat. I, w- I agree. I eat bull peanut, and I have to tell you, I eat potted meat over raspberries, which is really fucked up. Wow, that is really fucked, fucked up. up. And I would really rather not be put in the dilemma. She yeah. hates raspberries. I hate the seeds. Too Let much. me tell you, one time it's I made like her, I made a raspberry galette. I was mean. And, and I had some left over and we were going to do the podcast the next day. And I texted her and said, hey, I've got this raspberry galette I'm going to bring over. And she's like, absolutely fucking not. <laughs> there is no way in hell that I'm, I'm eating that. i raspberries. That is where and I was like. I was like, damn, bitch. I just asked if you want me to bring something over. I don't have hate for anything else in this fucking world but raspberries. It hurt my feelings just a little bit because it was a really good galette. And I had made like homemade uh, whipped oh, yeah, cream I'm with sure it. it was yeah. Amazing. You know, yeah. yeah fuck no. her more yeah. for me. Okay. So, which would have been better if I had tried to eat it, to try to be nice? And then just like spit it out in front of her. What kind of, what would that have done to her self esteem and her? I think this is so great. Here, taste this. I'm like, oh yeah, it'll be wonderful. I feel like it was a lose lose situation. So gross. You couldn't have won that. Yeah, it was. I'm over it now. There was no way. She is not over it because she is still bringing it up. But I love it. Work through it. I'm good. I did do that. I am an awful ass person. But she didn't waste it, and somebody that really, really wanted it got to eat it. And they enjoyed it. There you go. All right, speaking of other things that (laughs) maybe we shouldn't eat anymore. So you grew up on a farm, you said. I did grow up on a farm. Yes, absolutely. Um, We grew up on a 66-acre farm uh, where my parents raised farm animals and marijuana. Nice. um, Yeah. 
now they're allowed to have four plants in Virginia. So mm-hmm. so they're they're doing okay with that. Um, now they actually run a farm, and we they've got chickens because they sell eggs and stuff like that. But they've done more of like an orchard, and they sell wines and jams and yada yada. That's awesome. So that's what they do now. I don't go there because it's manual labor every time I do. So <laughs> true. Well, of course it is. Yes. Anytime, yeah. yes. Mm-hmm. 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 And I imagine it's to be like when you go up there, you're you're expected to one hundred percent. And I'm not I'm not for that life. So I just don't go. Mm-hmm. But I bet their stuff's good. They'll have good. to take a surrogate, especially if they're like trading out, you know, eggs and shit for labor. I would do shit. I would go up. I mean, I can sign buffer. you up. I'd be your buffer. Okay. <laughs> I mean, I'd go, I'd go help them top some of those plants and stuff. You would help them do that until you were having to pull a baby cow out of a cow's ass, elbows deep in its vagina with chains and then you would not be about that life anymore, I promise, because that's the kind of smell you never forget. Oh no, I fully know that smell. <laughs> okay, okay. You know, surprisingly, I do too. I've lived several different <laughs> lives. This smells like potted meat, now that I think about it. God damn, it is there so was gross. a tie-in. Yes. Full Little circle pigs. moment. Full I circle know. moment. Yes. <laughs> Nice callback there. Right. It is the ultimate veal. So when um, so tell me about like maybe high school or yeah. or maybe maybe middle school years. It doesn't <laughs> sound like to me. I mean, you grew up in a small town, so obviously you knew everybody. So in my school, there was 104 people total. So there was no middle school per se. We went um from you oh know, your little yeah. house on the prairie. Yeah, like yeah, absolutely. Which made me graduate a lot further ahead than I normally would have. Mm-hmm. It was nice to be like number 40 um, out of you know <laughs> 53 graduating. It sounds better, um, but no, we we didn't really have that. And in high school, we had to take welding classes. Surprise, I can weld. <laughs> now, that seems shocking to most people, um, but I can weld. Um, we had to take farming classes, um, agriculture classes. It wasn't a traditional curriculum, um, which led me to end up having to go into a private um, college mm-hmm. because I certainly was not prepared. <laughs> I think there's something fantastic about you knowing all this it's fantastic until for the rest of your life you're compared to cam from modern family so (laughs) yeah that's where it becomes not as fun for me oh my gosh i'll have you know i love cam i mean he's phenomenal but um and then also being married to a smaller cuter man it's just it it's not doesn't no you stop it you're gorgeous do art i'd love to weld I mean, no, it's a lot of fun, and it's actually very cathartic because it's all about lines. Yeah. And, and if you're like me and completion-oriented, it works. But no, so um, in my junior year of high school, I actually was um, almost completely expelled because I enjoyed fighting. Um, <laughs> I got into my first fight by accident, complete accident. Like fist fighting? Fist fighting. Um, got into my first fight by Does accident. Does that turn you on? It does turn me on, but it also, again, with the cathartic, it like it was fun, and so I started doing it. And he got to touch boys. It's letter Kenny. Yeah, <laughs> they just they just fight. Well, testosterone. He had yeah, yeah, testosterone. Yeah. Long story short, fighting led me to getting a boxing scholarship, which paid for my first two years of college. See? <laughs> Surprise, it all worked out. Because yeah, they were like, hey, you need Happy to channel ending. this. That you Really, that's exactly this. what happened. You're Look never going to get to come back to school again. 
So how'd you do in boxing? I, I mean, was you're... okay. I was okay. Yeah. Like I wasn't like the best. Um, mm-hmm. I wasn't good enough to get my second two years of college paid for, but the first half it worked out. Um, it wasn't as fun for me because, you know, with boxing, there are rules and regulations and you have to wear these gigantic things on your hands, the gloves, and it's just, it's not the same. Yeah. Um, I'm more about... about you'd be like, more like a UFC. Uh, yeah, I like playing maybe. dirty as yeah. opposed to by the rules. So the so boxing he, didn't he, really work like, out. fight club yeah you're just making with that being said (laughs) if somebody were to hit me today i would cry for two and a half weeks and probably not move (laughs) so so, yeah i'm not not who i used to be there like back in the day like gail don't get me organized with any damn fight club I mean, I'm still down for it. woman. Yeah. If we could do like a reach around club, that'd be better for me to say. Yeah, right? Well, (laughs) you know, now all the young girls are eating ass. That used to be my thing back in the day, you know, because, you know, by the time I tossed the salad. You were ahead of your time. Reach around. Right, right. It was game over for Mm -hmm. you girls. But now. Exactly. No, I can can definitely appreciate um, receiving a good ass eating. It's not something I really love doing myself for some reason, but you know, just be clean. That's fine. My God, that's yeah. well, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah no. just be clean because we don't mandatory. more than clean. Yeah. More than clean. Get more than Ain't clean. nobody trying to see little rolled up pieces of you better, paper in your pubes. And you better shit take there. a good, you know, two to three hours, days yeah. maybe. Yeah, and then Get even maybe ready. you take one of those things, one of those little finger condoms whenever you're an accountant and dip it down in something that smells nice and finger yourself with it and it'll it'll create a... I don't know this from experience. I'm just... <laughs> anyway. So what else do you want to know? There's flavored lube and things. There's things you can If you got do. hemorrhoids, that'll eat you up. So... Not what me. did you say to Ooh. No, I mean, I'm just I'm gonna, kidding. I, don't I need know. a thing to take notes with. <laughs> I didn't realize this. <laughs> didn't realize I was coming to meet Mana. <laughs> right. Okay. Yeah. Yes. Um, did, your, did your parents know? That I liked my ass aid or? That yes. you were gay. Um, yeah. n- no. Um, and, you know, it, it comes from my dad was a very strict, straightforward Hispanic man. Um, he only spoke, well, for the first half of my life, he only spoke Spanish to us. My mom would only speak English to us, which made us all bilingual. So that was great. Um, but no, um, whenever we get to the part of the conversation where I tell you about how he found out, it'll be very exciting. I promise. So more to come on that. Um, I think that my mom was way too self-absorbed to notice anybody else. So I'm not sure that she knew either. Mm-hmm. Um yeah, yeah. Did they have prominent jobs in town? No. Um, so my mom never actually worked. She sold, um, sometimes sold photography to magazines. She's very, like a really talented photographer. But my dad was a coal miner. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah, yeah. So, so he so. just made good money and then died really young? Um, Decent money. And yeah, his soul died a long time ago. His body's still kicking around. But yeah, yeah. Um. Decent money whenever whenever you think about that area and how much they were actually making. Like now, and what I know today, it's shocking what he put his body through for us. And yeah. I have an appreciation now for it than I ever imagined. Did his family have. live up there as well? Mm-hmm. Yeah, they migrated. Okay. <laughs> yeah, they migrated. My, um, my abuela was probably one of the most important people in my life. She was the first person I ever expressed um, my interest in men to. And she fully supported it. 
Yeah, she told me if I was going to do it, to do it well. Um, Those damn up whales. I know, they're the best. (laughs) And like, yeah, still, I can still taste her empanadas and sex advice. Um, She was the first person that ever told me never to use Cool Whip because it can sour really quickly on the wrong person. (laughs) Is Yes, it's awful. You should write a book. So uh, are you Mexican or Honduran? Um, Venezuelan Venezuelan. is is the origin. Okay, nice. Mm -hmm. I was just curious because I didn't. I'm half Venezuelan, half trailer trash. So that's what Ancestry DNA said anyway. So. Yeah, mine too. Not the the Venezuelan, although... You know. (laughs) That's why you're so cute. It might be. It might be. Um, The curls are going to start popping out any second, so you'll be able to see those. It was straightened earlier. Yeah. Yeah. But we're good. (laughs) But yeah, no. um, Yeah. So it was... I I do... um, I miss, like, the peacefulness of growing up. We had no neighbors for miles upon miles upon miles, and um, that would be something that would be nice again. Mm -hmm. But... Ultimately, I don't miss it. <laughs> so you've gotten out of high school. Mm-hmm. You're, do you leave? Oh, you, yes. Like yeah. sprinted, <laughs> sprinted away. Like um, at 18, you said bye. I graduated high school at 16 and oh. left immediately and went straight into college um, a few hours away. Did everybody do that in your town? No. Most everybody? Mm-mm. Or did they all... Were the options leave or work in the coal mine? Is leave, the- work in the coal mine, or um, <clears throat> essentially, we had we also had um, the Clintwood Garment Factory. So you could also sew yeah. if, if that's what you wanted to do. Um, myself, um, one girl, let me think. So about five of us all together left, ultimately. So your high school just made sure that you were a, able, able to... Be employed in town if you're going to stay there, that you had a skill, correct, an employable skill if you're going to stay in town. Yeah. I mean, you, you nailed it. I mean, it, it was a simple, we were being groomed to continue the town, um, which is really sad. No, I never really thought about it that way, but here we are. It's well, true. it's interesting because depending on where people live geographically, people don't realize that it's not uniform. That it's not, you know, what you're learning and some places are better that look, you know, that are known to be impoverished or whatever are better about teaching life skills. Absolutely. In general, than some of the places that are supposed to be have more, you know, more technology, more opportunity, all of that. And I find it very interesting. But well, those are going to be the people that survive yeah it's, it's interesting the apocalypse, right? well you it's interesting you use the word survive um because I, I think those of us that did leave left because we could not survive there mm-hmm. um you know even though i was educated in the ways of taking care of a farm and doing this and doing that i knew i couldn't survive there that's um, not at who least you were not it would have yeah. killed yeah. you doing yes. that kind of stuff it, it almost did <laughs> like, like nothing yeah, yeah that is yeah. not you at all like no. i live that life i do not want to go back to that life yeah, it's a lot to think about. But then, surprise, at this point, I got married for the first time. <laughs> yeah, I was married to uh, for 11 years um, to a female. Ooh. Do you have a sound effect you can put in right there? No, you <laughs> okay. just did it. Well, okay. You just did it, yeah. yeah. You just had the yeah. sound effect. Um, and so, long story short, that um, situation kind of ended whenever I realized I wanted to be a parent, and she did not. Um, so... 
ultimately the the relationship imploded and I walked away knowing that somehow without a uterus I was going to become a dad. Okay, I want you to back up though. Okay. Because I want to hear about this 11 year marriage. Yeah. Um, <laughs> well, he said yeah. earlier he was pansexual. Right. Yes. Right. So right. my Did guess she is know? Um, no, she, no, okay. she did not. Um, this was a situation where that's what I want to know. Yeah, yeah, I got yeah. okay. I'm just gonna lay it all out. Um, you've you've heard yeah. how I grew up. Mm-hmm. I actually um, worked a summer job at Dollywood of all places mm-hmm. for Dolly Parton, and um, I met a a girl who was a pre med student at um, ETSU, and. I, I did like her. I mean, I, I fell in love with her for sure, but I think I fell more in love with the idea of the fact that I, I could possibly marry a doctor and be taken care of mm-hmm. more. And, and whenever you're 18 years old and this happens, you don't have the ability to think through those things. And um, ultimately, there was a lot of pain, a lot of hurt, um, and it went both ways. Mm-hmm. Um you know, I, I'd mentioned to her near the end that I wanted to explore who I was, and she decided to out me to all of our close family and friends. So, um, and by family and friends, I mean her family, because I did not keep in contact with my family after I left. And um, it was just, it was a rough situation. Like, you know, it's, I, I guess in a sense, I was drug out of the closet more so than coming out. Yeah. Well, it sounds like she was very upset and bitter that you yeah. thought you might be bisexual. Yeah. Yeah. No, and it, took it as an affront. She came from a very religious family. So I think more so than actually being embarrassed or upset with me for it, she was embarrassed and upset with what they would think about her being married to someone who felt this way. So, um, yeah, that has a lot of effect on a person. Yeah. And, and don't get me wrong, she's still a gigantic asshole. Like, she truly <laughs> is. She's one of the worst people I've ever met. She doesn't but... want to be the gossip of the church. Well, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Literally, yeah. she outed you so they wouldn't like you. Exactly. Because they she, liked you. She knew what she yeah. was doing. Like, her family was like, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. We love you. Joey, Joey, Joey. Yeah. Especially if she's really an asshole. Yeah. Yeah. It's. It is what it is. Um, I learned a lot. I will say that, as you do. Um, I think the biggest lesson is not to waste time because I lost my entire 20s. They were just gone. And yes. I never got to experience that. And you didn't that. have a family even. No, nobody. You were just tenaciously holding on to this yeah. commitment to marriage? Absolutely. Absolutely. It was not even a question. Um It was just, it, I got married and this is what I've done. 18 yeah. years old. Yeah. Yeah, it was as simple as that. Um, you know, but... And then boom, 11 years later, yeah. you're like alone again, having to start yeah. over yeah. again. Yes. But I would say by then you knew who you were and you knew what you wanted. I'm not going to say that I didn't date some girls just to make sure that it just wasn't the wrong person. Mm-hmm. Um, and I did that. And um, it was a whole catastrophe because you have to remember, you take somebody from a tiny little town who lost their entire 20s because they were married and then dump them in an era where you don't just meet people out at clubs or grocery stores. You have to do the online thing. Mm-hmm. That was a fucking mind trip. <laughs> like, it was a lot. Um Ultimately, so much that I decided that I wasn't going to do it anymore because at that point I had adopted a child um, who is 13 now. Um, I got him whenever he was day old and um, I, I 
just decided I was going to do this with him. Like, he had my heart, and I was okay with that. How did that come about? Yeah, I know. I jumped over a huge part. So, long story short, after the the divorce happened. I last I checked, they yeah. weren't giving gay men babies. No, they were not. Yeah. Gay men have to get very tricky about how they get babies. Mm-hmm. Well, and he was married yeah. to a lady yeah. first, no, it, so they didn't care. <laughs> no, it wasn't that at all. <laughs> um, after I divorced her, I became a foster fa- a parent myself <laughs> and um, had a handful of kids come through my house. And the, the goal was to help them. I want. I knew I wanted to adopt one day, but, you know, maybe that would happen. Maybe it wouldn't. Um, and the fourth child that I received, I got a call. I was actually... Um, away on business and got a call and I came home and um, they placed what I was told on the phone, a little girl who was day old in my arms. And I went to put clothing and diaper and it was a boy. So great job, Knoxville DCS for <laughs> wow. uh, not even knowing the sex of a baby that you picked up. Um, <laughs> so I decided I wanted to move forward with um, adoption the day I met him. And I was told that's not going to happen. This is like a baby and like you're a single guy. And like they didn't know my sexual orientation because they didn't have to. And um, long story short, um, one person tried to come forward whenever he was, I want to say about six months old uh, from the family. And um, they got denied, which allowed me to petition his birth mother, who was in prison for murder, mind Mm you. Um to, to let me adopt him. He was her fifth child. Um, all the children that she had prior to him, she named the exact same thing. Um, I'm not going to obviously release right, that right, name, right. but he had the same name too. Um, and uh, ultimately she said, yes, if you will let me see him one last time. So I took him, she was being housed in Kingston, I guess is Rome County jail. And I took him to uh, see her not knowing what to expect. And it was awful. He was about 11 months old at that point. And um, we saw her through plexiglass and she had changed because um, the way she murdered the person she murdered was very violent. So, um, so long story short, she just looked at him and she looked at me and she said, he doesn't even know who I am. And I said, how could he? And she got up and walked away and signed the papers that I could adopt him. And two weeks later I became a dad. That's so exciting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was, it's been, it's such one of the most incredible things I've ever done. So when's your book coming out? <laughs> When you publish it. Yeah. And oh. how old is your son? He is 13 at this point. He just turned 13 a couple weeks ago. So let me ask you, do you, did you learn a lot about psychology and stuff like that? Or was the mom drug induced when she did what she did? Was um, she, yeah, she was, she was, was she a psychopath? Mm-hmm. I would have wanted so I, I don't things. mind at all like going over what she did. Um, so she was eight and a half months pregnant with my child whenever this happened. Um, she lived in the Rome County area, had family in Alabama, drove to Alabama, uh, broke into a house of a relative of hers, I think a cousin, not positive, and um, stabbed her to death. Um, there was a total of 47 stab wounds. And uh, then she fled and she came back to the area, um, literally birthed on her own and left him in a field that's how it came to me yeah yeah i'm i'm sorry i thought you said his name so. i did i did okay. can you I'll fix that yes, okay yeah. good i didn't yeah. mean to i was like yeah, i was yeah, trying yeah. all this time yeah okay so yes him uh, yeah she right. left him in a field I mean, and I need that's whenever i was yeah yeah introduced so and i'm trying to get 
I'm like, the, the what psychotic the cousin do? Yeah, no, I don't. That, I, don't I, don't, I mean, know that. that. <laughs> that's what I'm like. Yeah. This is about to turn into a true some, crime. I'm wondering yeah. if the daddy was the catalyst for this. Yeah, I, I guess I'll never know. Right. Um, or I mean, it's rare. But what if she went into like a pregnancy rage and just yeah. decided that that was? She I just drove. Oh. Yeah. When he was born, he um, was actually born addicted to caffeine, heroin, cocaine, marijuana. Oh. It was everything. And okay, yeah. he screamed yeah. for the first seven months of his life nonstop and like trying to, you know, coddle him and hold him made it worse because it hurt his skin whenever you would touch him. And so it, it led to it was a lot. <laughs> it was a lot. I'm going to be honest with you. I, I feel like I did not sleep for weeks upon end. And um it also kind of created a situation where things happened for him earlier. By the time he was four months old, he had all of his baby teeth, which is terrifying. Just to <laughs> put that out there for you, it was kind of freaky. Really, Started walking. from the drugs, did I, this accelerate everything? I'm assuming or that's what the doctor yeah. said. That oftentimes this is a correlation. That's interesting. Um, Who knew? Started. Gosh, walk, so yeah. he had a whole smile at four months. It was oh, it was so much, and um, and he loved to bite. And um, he started walking right at like nine months. Just. Psh- took off um never crawled never took a pacifier nothing like that and seemingly has been far ahead intellectually as well um since then so it's it's a lot it's a lot Hmm. yeah i'm not saying drug babies but something needs to be studied i mean honestly or maybe he just was going to be a super genius anyway yeah gifted you have to realize too that the trade-off for this was um partial blindness in one eye forever um hearing loss complete hearing loss in one ear forever like there i mean they we traded like there were several trade-offs um, now he's great now, and obviously everything's been addressed, and he can live his life with his little bifocals at thirteen, which is adorable, and um, you know, and and the the hearing implants and stuff. So it worked out. Well, I mean that's that's amazing though, but how wonderful! Yeah, it's, you're a good dad. It's incredible. It's it's all I. It's funny because I think back and it's all I ever really wanted to be. And I think I wanted to be it because I wanted to be a dad to somebody and let them be who they were all along. Mm-hmm. Um, I wanted to do it right. I didn't, you know, I didn't want to hit and I didn't want to do all the things that they did. Um, you know, I didn't want to have to go to school and say the reason I had a black eye was because me and my sister got in a fight over the telephone and she lost it and it hit me. Um, right. I wanted yeah. to do it right. And, I mess it up every single day, but overall, I think I've done pretty well. Oh, yeah. We all know parents. I think perfect. so. Yeah. And I've met him. Yeah. You've done, you have done well. I appreciate it. <laughs> I, that, like, 13's been a lot. My blood oh, pressure's yeah. going up just thinking about it, but it's part of it, right? I have two. 20 months oh. apart. She's got four. Oof. Like She's got like a whole... Brood. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Let me tell you that. She's got a lot of them. 19 is pretty bad right now. Yeah. I that. I'm not ready. Just. Oh, I was just an trying asshole. Trying to find yourself and yeah. But see, the so. thing that blows my mind is I, I know what kind of person you are and I imagine that lends a lot into your parenting. And if they're still assholes at 19 with a parent like you, I'm terrified. <laughs> just put it out there. <laughs> it, it makes me nervous. It's not that they're an asshole. No. They're, they just. They're assholes yeah. to their mom. Uh, they make your blood pressure go through the roof. It's just, I'm talking about the lack of like direction. Like there's no drive right now. And I feel like I've got to 
be mean to kind of get that fire lit under the ass. Well, mm-hmm. you know, you sometimes do. you got to do yeah. what you got to do. Yeah. Yeah. It sucks. Yeah. Sometimes yeah, it the sucks. truth has bad breath and it's nobody likes it, but you got to <laughs> like power through. No, my, my notebook. <laughs> nobody digs it. It's, I mean, it's just, it yeah. is. No, but um, yeah, I definitely stayed single for about the first four years of, of my son's life. And um, at that point, I kind of, listen, I'll tell you, um, I actually learned something. So I went to see a therapist and um, she continuously told me at that point that if I wanted to find somebody, I could. But until I was whole and okay inside, I wasn't going to attract the right people. And I was like, yeah, whatever, you know, <laughs> and, um, and then out of the sky fell the the person who changed everything for me um i I met um whenever four and um of course being a very protective father meet him until he was probably about we were about eight or nine months in before i introduced him um because i mean this was a lot this was not only taking myself on the journey of being in a same-sex relationship which i'd never actually done before um but being out parenting. with it. Exactly. Yeah. And yeah, well, parenting, um, obviously. And being out. <laughs> yes, it's a lot. And and what kind of effects that's going to have on your child as mm-hmm. opposed to, I mean, obviously it's going to have an effect on me, but it's not just about me now. And I will say, I, I think it was wonderful because I selfishly got to spend a few years with just us. And, and I feel like that created a bond that's unbreakable. Mm-hmm. But then it was really nice to have the help <laughs> whenever, whenever he turned four. I'm, I'm, I know. You're doing fine. You, whatever. I, mean, I will. <laughs> you're good. <laughs> yeah. No, whenever he turned four, it, it was it was very nice to have to have that help. But um, it was I mean, it was wild. My whole entire life changed. Um my husband worked in TV in Chattanooga at that time. Um, it was a very weird coincidence that we even met, um, which involves going to an alpaca farm in Sweetwater. And <laughs> anywho, um, just this one, it just it just it worked out that way. Um, but where is your lifetime movie? No, I know. I know. Yeah. If if I have one, I want Wendy Williams to dress Butch and play me. Um, I feel like that'd be the perfect fit. <laughs> um anywho it would be great <laughs> but no so we um we ended up we had a little bit of a, a hard go at it whenever we decided to blend houses because um at this point i was out and um unfortunately my abuela passed away in a car accident and um the way i came out to my family was showing up with um my fiance and my son at her funeral um which was wild because where i'm from not only is being gay not okay, but also being black's not okay. And so I checked both boxes and brought a gay black man home to meet my family oh, at my abuela's wow. funeral. <laughs> and um, did you feel like you needed protection? Um, well, you know, I knew that I could, um, I could throw down with anybody I needed to. So not really. Okay. Um, I. It wasn't a it wasn't a question for me. Um, and yeah, he likes to fight. Yeah, like, well, listen, es- especially you if like it's for a, a good cause. Ya. I love yeah. my fucking abuela, and yeah. god damn it, I'm yeah. gonna be there. And my yeah. support system yeah. and my yeah. family is yeah. gonna be. Yeah, here. but I listen, dare you to fuck around and yeah. find it. And my abuela yeah. didn't play, so I also had a switchblade in my pocket. That's what she taught me. She was like, if you can't beat them down, cut them down, and that's what I would. I was ready to do if I needed to. Fortunately, yeah. it didn't really go that way. Um, 
it was a shock, um, and it took my family. Now, several of them just completely exited the whole entire scene, and that that was that's fine. I don't care. Um, my sisters were there for me. Um, I have two of the most incredible sisters you'll ever meet. Um, and then slowly but surely, my my mom came on board, like slowly but surely. And then um, about a year after mom that, was always on board. She just had to do it like that for your dad. It, you nailed it, yeah. and and I didn't realize that. that and she mm-hmm. wanted to see that grandbaby. Exactly yeah, because because mm-hmm. we were a package deal and you know she we already lived never not on board away. just so that you know I'm just I love saying that. there's a finesse and timing she's got to please everybody exactly and mm-hmm. and he finally eventually came around and it's it's really fucked up now because my dad who was um, vocally a racist and a homophobe um, now hunts and fishes with my husband because a baby changes everything <laughs> yeah, yeah, people does. are allowed to grow and yeah. make other decisions when they learn more things about people you know i was terrified no you're you're exactly right i was terrified the first time i ever saw them again without anybody else around and my dad actually came up to me and he looked me straight in the eyes which was not something that he'd ever done before because it's just not who he is and he asked me if i was happy and i was like well yeah and he was like well you really look happy and i was like well Thank you. I mean, I don't know what to say about that. And then he just said, I'm happy too. And I knew at that moment it was, it was okay. It was good. Well, you're a dad. What most, what do you want most for your child? Yeah. His life to be better than mine. Yeah. And for him ultimately to be happy. Boom. Chakalaka. That's it. Really? Yeah. I mean, we would prefer you don't live in a tent. Yeah. Well, that's, yeah, exactly. But if you're legitimately content in that tent yeah. and you're happy. Just live in the best damn tent. What? That's it. Can, yeah. <laughs> let's let's invest in a yurt, baby. You know? There you go. But I mean, if literally, if that is, if you're happy, that's yeah. what you're looking for. It, and it's not true. pretend. No. Not, I'm just yeah. marching along like a little soldier. Mm-hmm. It is really what makes you happy. Yeah. I lived enough of that life for me and him both. So, yeah. Well, and yeah. It's, it's hard. There's a lot of people that they're not going to be happy unless they can always carry, you know, a burka bag or a uh, yeah. bag or yeah. whatever. That's, yeah, that, that's so Gucci. far. No. Yeah, you know? exactly. No, no. Versace. They'll always be like, that's their idea of happiness. But I don't think that's necessarily... What no, and I mean, maybe it is their happiness. I don't know. I know it's been very weird for me every year that I get older. I am realizing that the thing that's most important to me is my peace. And listen, you can be a part of my life, but if you fuck with well, my peace, is done. Like mm-hmm. we don't play. Mm-hmm. And that's all. I, I want my peace. It doesn't matter. I don't care what kind of car I drive or what my job is or how much I make. Do I am I content? Do I have peace? And if I do, then we're all good. Yep. Yeah. That's key. Absolutely. People, I, you know, it's like we keep throwing out these little keys, which is crazy because success is measured differently. Everybody has, a, has different, a different idea how, how of what that is. How do you manifest your emotions? Through art? Yeah. Um, <laughs> I was like, wait, what? Um, so, yeah, no, I, I'm a... Because you're talking about having your peace. Yeah. You, you know, know, what do you do when yeah. that that time where your brain is all scrambled and you're like, 
uh, you know, which direction to go into. Yeah. And Well, I, I start with a martini Xanax joint blend. <laughs> I start there. <laughs> and um, once I've arrived to a point where my brain stops going in a million miles in all different directions. And then I typically I, I love I love to paint. I do. It's I love using mixed media, though. I don't. I'm not just going to have a canvas and paint. Like, there's going to be all kinds of weird shit in your painting. I did actually a painting for Braddy. And, I mean, there are butterfly wings in it, literal butterfly wings. <laughs> there are pieces of flowers. Um, oh, wow. Cool. Maybe yeah. a load. Who knows? It just, it's I can't beautiful. really remember. <laughs> and it is, I, I, my interpretation is that it is me and I'm yeah. fucking the devil. Yes. Oh, wow. Yeah. yeah. But, I mean, upon looking at it, you've really got to yeah. look at it to get that. And I always tie one, what I call one secret ingredient in. And I'm not even sure that we had this. I think I probably told you. But at one point, and I'm not even sure what brought us on this topic, Braddy told me how incredibly hot she found guns. And for some reason, it really turned me on. <laughs> So there is a little gunpowder in her painting, and uh, it could literally blow up if it gets too hot. So, so I mean, you, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's I fun. I don't remember what we were talking It'd about. Be like you a said that, I was like, I was verklempt. I was clutching my pearls when I she. I think said, that was like, one oh. night where we got together and we just yeah. we were talking about everything yeah, and what things. what yeah. turns us on. And yes, ah, oh, there's something about a man with a gun that's sexy. Now I don't. I mean, I have guns. I use them. Yes. Sure. Use them for your protection. Just don't go and murder anybody oh, else. You know, that's what I do personally. Yeah. Um, but man, just sometimes the hot ass guy. Yeah. Uniform. And what oh. is your scale since we're just getting to know one another? For yeah. what? That makes me hot. You're, you're like, like that. That Yeah. The thing that will like, uh, you like, you have to say, uh, whatever. <laughs> Oh my gosh. Well, I do like manly men as well. You know, I like working men. I like the smell of sawdust and I also like the smell of like a garage. Really okay. turns me on. Yeah, my, mine's a little different. <laughs> um, whenever I think about the perfect scenario, I want him to be bigger than me, which is hard because standing at, you know, six foot three, it's hard to find people that are bigger than you. Um, but in the perfect scenario, he's going to have on Timberlands and he's going to have this perfect mixture that his dreads smell like aquadigio and marijuana. And the tips of them are going to hit me while he's taking me from behind. That's that's what gets me. There you go. Yeah, There's your next it. painting. <sighs> nice. <laughs> <sighs> But it's got to be the right level. It can't be too much marijuana versus aquadigio. It's got to be that perfect blend that just sings to my soul. I gotcha. There you go. It's true. It's true. Hmm. Nice. We're all basking in. I know. Front. I'm I know. like, I need to change. I'm like, damn. Um, <laughs> um, Sorry. No, this I knew this would happen. We'd yeah. all giggling and <laughs> yes. No, and but a, another thing I that we really enjoy doing. Um, so my husband, uh, he he leads a very professional, very visible career. But um, one of the things that we love doing is karaoke, and that's I'm so desperate for it to come back to Braddy's house. Um, <laughs> I'm telling you, it's blowing up. What is, it could uh, be a thing. Karaoke. Braddy's a, cathartic yeah. karaoke. Do you have a go-to karaoke song? God, no. I don't uh, even. Really? 
thought I've, everybody I've did. Literally, I can count on one hand how many times I have sang karaoke anywhere. It's not her and thing. And one of those okay. was with you, with you recently. <laughs> you know, I, so my husband sings, and he can, he can sing, sing. This so is why um, I don't do karaoke. If I could wait, sing, did, I wouldn't be a comic. Did y'all come to Disney? No, we only got to come to one of yours. Yeah, okay. But no, he um he loves to sing Elton John. He loves George Michael. He loves country, which is really really weird. But he kind of looks like Darius Rugger and Tiger. Um, what's the Tiger Woods had a child, so it makes sense. But um, hey, I like a little Charlie Pride. But here's the yeah, thing: right? what I learned is if you can't sing, which I can't. You can definitely rap. And so my go-to song is Tyrone by Erica Badu. Shut up. Um, my God, always. we are soulmates. Always. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's That's like an anthem. Maybe that was my anthem. It just hit me. It took this mm. long. I think you better come. <laughs> better come get your shit. <laughs> do you, you do... Yes. yes. Yeah. Yeah. It's a powerful song. If not, Braddy and I will perform it now. I <laughs> cannot. I'm really like green right now and I cannot remember the performer's name. Mm-hmm. Oh, never mind. Poke Chop. Yeah. Does a performance to that and it is incredible. It's lovely. Uh, she's got like on this sweats and it's just. Mm-hmm. Uh, her hair's really big and beautiful, yeah. and it's it's gorgeous. I'll have to find it somewhere. Somebody has yeah done that. Yeah, she did the Smoky Mountain Burlesque Festival, it and it's was. beautiful. But oh, yes, that song evokes emotions. It does. It, it, yeah, yeah. Like you can be pissed off and happy and horny and all of it. Listen to that song. It works. It I works follow on her TikTok. Levels. Of course, duh. Me too. <laughs> Badu gonna tell you the truth. <laughs> yeah, and let me tell yes. you something. That we need more Erica Badu. Lil Wayne was right. Yeah, he was right. But here's the thing: I just thought about this. So, whenever I would think about like my friends, who was your like poster, preteen poster on the wall? Because Erica Badu was totally mine, and I you couldn't tell me shit. Whenever I bought her on and on album, and it had her nipple on the on the cover. Well, I'm a little just, older was, than you. Yeah, but I had a couple of posters on my wall. Dolph Lundgren, who is in Rocky. Oh, okay. Took me a second. Four. Four? Mm-hmm. The one where he fought the Russian. Mm-hmm. What? I, yes. I don't know. Okay. I liked him okay. big. That and another poster that I had was a guy, um, and it was just like his torso. And I don't know if it was a gay poster or not. I just really liked his torso. And it said, Man cannot live by beer alone. <laughs> <laughs> Got you. And those are, yeah, those the, were the po- posters that were hanging up in my room. What did you have? I had David Lee Roth okay. in leather chained to a fence. I'm here for that. Uh, that was actually on my ceiling above my bed. And then I didn't have a lot of posters because I didn't really like, I was too cool Okay. for movie stars and shit well, yeah, like that. Duh. I thought yeah. it was stupid. So I had my room post, I had all my album covers on my wall. So it was like every album that I had, Yeah, covers were on the wall. And then the sleeves were in my peaches. Oh, and I had the Outsiders, all of them from the Outsiders on my wall. Absolutely. Yeah. I can see that for sure. The Outsiders and Red Dawn, those were... Lost Boys too or no? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, okay. yeah. You had to be Lost Boys. They yeah. were all yeah. cool. Lesson Zero. Yes. That was around the was time, wasn't it? I was a huge Andrew McCarthy fan. Mm-hmm. Mannequin. Pretty in pink. 
Yeah, yeah pretty yeah. I didn't like him in Weekend at Bernie's, though. No. Nah. I didn't know. I thought he was totally out of character for that. That's enough. funny. <laughs> and I was really into Patrick Swayze. Roadhouse. Yeah, I know a lot of people love Patrick Swayze. Mm. Yeah, that wasn't me, but yeah, I was. Uh, listen, it was Tay Diggs for me. Like, I was yeah, I can see and that. And he was recently on the celebrity dating game. And why nobody fucking told me? Like, why? <laughs> why? Why was I not made aware? Um, Is that with Michael Bolton? Yes, and, and yes. what I saw I keep that Jessica to Zoe Deschanel. Yeah, yeah, I saw that and thought. What is Michael Bolton doing? He like sings weird love songs on there, and it doesn't really add anything. So I'm not sure why he's there, but just to it's, be relevant, he paid yeah. his dues into the Academy or whatever. Yeah, so maybe they're trying sense. to get older viewers to watch it as well. Yeah, to tune in, yeah. still not watching it because somebody's got to be watching regular television. But I don't know who. Like, yeah, I don't even no. have cable. I don't either. I don't like. Just I see these things on ads doing, on Instagram. Yeah. So that's only yeah. that's the only way I know. Yeah, who's doing that's, whatever prime time, which is fun. Yeah, yeah. that's fun. Uh, I forgot where we were. Well, I like it because you obviously are very much into black men. Were you always yeah. into black men? Um, I would say. And by black the way, people, like more yeah. so. Um, I, I never really dated anybody who was white, <laughs> and it's and it's not that I don't find white people attractive. It's just I'm looking to squirt, and so far in my book, I've only been able to squirt with with black people. So yeah, yeah. If you're gonna do it, do it. Because honestly, once you can start to squirt, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you want to do that all the time. You don't yeah, back. I wake up thinking about it, and I mean, <laughs> you know, no, um, it's something. I think it's a, a, just a sense of confidence, or at least in the in the people I'm attracted to. Do you know what really makes me sad is what? that there will be women and men, but I'm mostly talking about the men, women who will never experience that in their life what squirting yes yeah it makes I mean, me very sad but like do you go to the guest bedroom whenever you do it because we have a california case no hear me out here you go to the one with the rubber sheets on it no yeah. see well we have a california king and the last time it happened we ended up getting our car broken into with the laundromat because this motherfucking comforter would not fit into our washer and they ended up taking my id and it was the squirt wasn't worth it that time just gonna keep it real with you yeah no um, not at all no and it was on broadway so it was real shasty and light flickering just like you see in the movies that you're not supposed to go to but it seemed good and it smelled like fabric softener so i thought it was going to be a win it wasn't it wasn't at all it was awful we ended up having to take it home wet because somebody had busted out the window of my car and taken the things out of it and i'm still realizing that it's probably seven years later and i'm still mad as hell about it yeah better it yes. just came out i was like god it's the last time i ready to go to a laundry mat Anyway, it's a tangent. <laughs> I get real upset. Well, so if you no, listen, you know that we're for, you know, we're all for tangents. Yeah. But, yeah. you know, one thing I do find kind of weird and interesting is um, in Knoxville, I feel like taking it back to the whole, uh, you know, what, what, what do we call it? Gabbing gay time. Mm-hmm. Um, like we, my husband and I don't fit in, in the gay culture here in Knoxville. And I think it's because we've outaged like the club part. Like mm-hmm. we, that's just not who we are anymore. Now, don't get me wrong. We love burlesque. We love, you know, mm-hmm. the Salam Cabaret and all of that. Um, 
But then it seems to me that the next generation above us are all interested in swinging and clothing optional barbecues and things like that. And so we we enjoy like, you know, the, normal life. Yes. You're like, like, hey, yeah, we're gay, but we're married yeah. and we're like fam. And right. And we want to drink on the porch. And what a so, normal mm-hmm. like not normal. It is weird that the new normal seems to be total burn culture all the time it really does and but it's it does it's sad too because on top of all of that we don't um like being a parent also kinds of throws a throws a wrench Mm -hmm. into it um so to remedy this we decided to join the knoxville gay men's um baseball team that was a disaster (laughs) Uh, mainly because there is a level of competitiveness in my home that is gross Gross. Yeah. <laughs> and I knew that if we went and he was better at it than me, I was just going to be really fucking pissed off all the time. So I like worked my ass off and learned everything about baseball so that I could be better than him. And then he fucking sprung his ankle on our very first day and neither of us got to play. So that crashed and burned. Then we went to Rocky Horror. And, you know, I, I will definitely say that I met my tribe there. Mm-hmm. But awkwardly enough, no other gay male friends from there. Um, I have acquaintances, like, and, and actually several of the people that have been on this month, like, I think the world of them, they're great, but it, these aren't people who I can just hang out with and shoot this, you know, shit and chill. Like, it's it's weird. It's hard to be gay in Knoxville. I'm going to have to introduce you mm-hmm. to my Sevierville gays. Okay. I'm here for it. Because they like to do, you know... Things that still involve everybody wearing their clothes. I mean, I'm sure if you guys became those kind of friends, things may be negotiated otherwise. However, (laughs) it wouldn't be automatically, hey, let's come over for a naked barbecue. Which is so weird. It would be, hey, come over for a barbecue. Yeah, and I'm here for a barbecue. You know, <laughs> like, I'm here for it. <laughs> like, you want to do gardening, whatever kind yeah, of stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Gardening. Um, we enjoy hiking. Um, yes. we That's just it. Like, sitting on our porch and, like, chain smoking and having drinks. Like, yeah, whatever. Yeah, and they smoke and drink yeah. and also smoke yeah. weed. All, so. all of the above. Yeah, Fun. no crack, but the rest is good. Yeah, and they live over in Sevierville. Perfect. So, so I can, yeah, I can get a caramel apple while I'm there and bring it home. This is like the best. Bring me one from two. They're not far nuts. from Dollywood. Yeah. Okay. Okay. See, no, <laughs> it, it's true. Beautiful. It's weird though. It's hard to fit in here. Um, that's why I was so happy whenever I met Braddy. Um, because it's like okay. Finally, somebody who feels the same way I do and understands that if I don't call her in two weeks, it's all good. I don't hate yeah. her. It's just we've got lives. You can't and, babysit you know, your yes. friendship. Yeah. I have to have a lot of friends like that. One, yeah. I'm a terrible friend now. I don't, I, I'm not really, <laughs> but I am. If you have to have somebody hold your hand and talk to you yeah, every single day and one. all that, I have been that friend for mm-hmm. many people and I've done my time there. And I don't mean that mean. Nope. But I'm not that person for you. But yeah. I come through in a clutch most <laughs> of the time. Exactly. So anytime that I possibly can, I am a good number to call. There you, you know? go. But, I love that. Or if I can't, I will find you help. You Absolutely. Know? If I can't do it, I will find somebody. But only if can. they're trying to help themselves. Well, there's, yeah, there's yeah, a lot there. The <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. we'll do what we can. But yeah. always, I, you know. Yeah. No, but, but I have to be yeah. authentic. I like I, it. 
I'm a terrible friend as well. That's why we work so well together. Maybe. Thank God for TikTok, though. So TikTok and Bargain Hunt. Every time I go to Bargain Hunt, at which we call Bargain Hunt, she's yes. there every time. Well, and in something the, that's like super high fashion. I'm looking like the trash. Yeah, I got it simply 10. Yes. And, and here I, I walk in literally looking like the trash heap from Fraggle Rock. And she's gone like this. <laughs> Ridiculous! The, like she is I'm like, the what? star. She is. This, yes, and I'm okay with that. I dress for me. I put this on this morning, and I was like, you know, yep, yep. Yeah. Threw my hair up. Yep, that looks good. Yeah, and and I just was worried because a I didn't want to get hot and sit here like a sweaty blubbery mess meeting you for the first time, Gail. But also making sure that my third nipple's covered. That's a big ordeal for me. Surprise! <laughs> and you don't see it. There she is. Nice, there she's nice. Nice. I yeah. feel sad because I didn't even know who you were. And I now am just excited that I'm clean. Like, I am <laughs> clean. And that is nice. I but, mean, you know, we ready. Yeah. yeah. I think it's funny that you would even be concerned about meeting me in the slightest. Well, not so much about meeting you, but just anybody that I've never met before. That's um, cool. You That's know. much better. Oh, yeah. No, no, like, no, no, no. Am I? And we actually hmm. live kind of close to one another. It only took me like eight minutes to get here. Very cool. I won't remember. This after. is why you're always at that bargain hunt. Nailed it. There you go. Mm-hmm. I didn't know I'd be learning all this about myself. But. <laughs> I was shocked. I'm kind of sad, but yet you know, I get it, but Big Lots has overhauled their store. They do not have as much as, they don't have the stuff that I would like them to have, yeah. but they do have a lot of other stuff now. Big Lots is tricky like that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. They got a lot of furniture now. Yeah. That's weird. But it's still priced like. Exactly. <laughs> Yeah, it's not, but it's God, not. God, just go on furniture. Facebook Marketplace, buy something, and redo yeah. it. Yeah. My gosh. Yeah. Learn a skill. Yeah, I actually, during COVID, learned how to reupholster, and I reupholstered everything, yes. everything in my life. And um, now I know what a good deal on fabric is because of that. So it's yes. a great it's a great time to have. There are some great little stores and here. And you knew how to sew, so, didn't you? As well. Anyway. And sews, I don't. I don't, I've never been able to. I think it's because I can't see up close very well, so it doesn't work out for me. What's the future? Um, so the future at this point, um, it's been, you know, our lives have been really cool over the last six weeks. Both myself and my husband both received promotions at work, Yay. Um, which is so cool. Um, so, so cool. I'm getting to do um, something now, which is really full circle for me. Um, so I am moving into your birth on cows that, <laughs> but I'm also <laughs> moving into being the director of diversity, equity and inclusion. So um, I am slowly but surely painting my entire company to look like the world as opposed How to awesome. a bunch of white men, which is really great um i'm making body modification more accepted um i also fun fact i'm a plus size model i don't know if y'all nice. knew that yes about i was gonna say yeah. that you, yeah. oh my god uh, he did this show every year for mm -hmm. envied is yeah that right? envied clothing envied. Yeah. yeah i've walked I've, at this point i've walked seven runways and it is a really really cool um thing because I never thought that could be who I was. <laughs> like, and, and here so we are. Awesome. Um, one time in a pair of seven inch heels, which made me seven foot four. And let me tell you, 
lived on a prayer the whole way down the runway, lived on a prayer and felt like my I was literally walking on bloody stumps by the time it was done. But no, Back to the Future. So um, we've... <laughs> it's a great movie. <laughs> that is true. We, we have... Um, we have decided that Knoxville isn't our forever home. Um, we do want our child to be able to get through school prior to uh, making a move. Um, Savannah's on our radar, but mainly considering I can work from anywhere, it's going to be where it's promoted to. So um, so it could be anywhere. I don't know what that'll be. Um, I love the idea of living in a very fancy RV. You know, I'm not basic, mm-hmm. so it's got to be some nice and kind of traveling. Um, I'm really ready to get back to international travel. Um, that's probably my favorite thing. I don't. You'll never see me in name brand clothes and my car isn't super nice, but I'm a fucking travel and I'm going to travel well. That's right. what I spend yeah. my money on. Nice. Um, so, yeah. Um, that's how you that's how you evolve to where you are because because you've seen other cultures yes people that never leave their backyards yeah and are so close-minded and you go another culture and you see oh well that's the way they do it let me tell you i didn't know this i just learned this but do you know that other countries don't practice the same year that we do nope Mm -hmm. (laughs) i didn't fucking know that even work week yeah yeah like wow. some country is, you know, 3,682 years old yeah. and then some countries like 17 years old. Yeah. It is. And I was like, it's really weird. Yeah. Yeah. But it took me this long yeah. to, to learn that. Yeah. No, I, I got on tangent. No, I, no, I do. I think that my favorite thing about traveling internationally is not only seeing that, but where's like, your favorite place so far that I've ever went was probably Dublin, Ireland. Um, we got there and went to the George, which is a very famous mm-hmm. gay club. Um, lovely, lovely, best cider drinks I've ever had. But then we also got caught in a hurricane on the streets of Dublin, and it turned into a street party, and it was <laughs> one of the best times of my life. Um, that sounds insane. Yeah, it was. It was. It was incredible. Um, then in Paris, that's where it crashed into a wall of dead babies, <laughs> and uh, in the catacombs, that literally happened. And if you've known me any amount of times, you know that I'm a fighter. I'm gonna fly, but it's gonna be real quick either way. And so whenever he tripped down the stairs and headbutted into the wall of infant schools i ran a good two miles in the dark under the city um, of paris to get away because i was so horrified at what happened and not even thinking about the fact that i left my husband on the ground um yeah i will run like don't don't fall around me because a if i if i see it i'm gonna laugh but i don't know how to react so i just run (laughs) just run sprint i will escape it no i'm out yeah but um yeah, no, there was that. Um, Canada is a lot of fun. Um, so many different parts of it. Um, yeah, it's just, I, I, I love it. Where do it. you want to go next? Um, I would love to go to Africa. That's my next goal. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to be road hard, put up wet, train stationed, all of it while I'm there. And, you know, then also uh, it would be nice to eat the food. I've seen a lot of food. Everything <laughs> I know about Africa, I know from 90 Day Fiance. So it should be a really good time. <laughs> It's a whole continent. It so whole depending continent. on which country 90 Day Fiance was in. Nigeria. All right. Yeah. There are some different areas. Yeah, absolutely. There's some areas you might like better than others. Could be. Could be. But no, um, the, in a perfect world, I will just travel and work and be happy. That's it. Yeah. Can you ask for anything more out of life? Yeah. No. 
because I could do that. And then when my car broke down, Jesus Christ, <laughs> it happens. It'll it'd get be you. a great time. Yeah. When the mechanic record driver comes, it'll be like a barbecue that the gays here want to invite him to. <laughs> oh my God, that'd be so. That'd be great. <laughs> No. I say that so contemptuously. <laughs> She's like, already sort of moved me in with them. I love yeah. my gays, but I'm yes. just, you know, like here are the naked parties. But I get it because, yeah. yeah. You know, all I can think about is sitting down on like a, a white chair that I know I shouldn't be sitting in because I'm too big and then getting up and it being like, you can see my whole ass because of sweat. So it's just, there's nothing cute about that. And who's trying to like get ate alive by mosquitoes at a barbecue, like on your whole ass? Like, no, no, it's too much. It's too much well, pressure. they should have had, yeah, they should have had a lot of citronella out there and taking care of the mosquitoes. But you said that like, like the, a, the, naked the generation above you, yeah. right? So older men, right? Yeah, yeah I'm like, going to say 50 so, to right, 65. All right, my age... Yes, like yes, and older culture. Yeah, so people. that yeah, that just makes me think that they They're were just like want to swing. They're just swingers. yeah, and that's cool. Um, and I I love that. It's not exactly what I want to do. And the but older you get, see that that's the whole entire group. It's probably not, but it, it's <laughs> been the ones the that I've that met. You, Maybe I'm just meeting the wrong people. I think that hmm. they're just like recruiting <laughs> you, you and your be. hot husband. Be, to come knows. to these, you know. Yeah, well, and you know, and it, it is what it we'll is. Make I our guess. own bathhouse. We have a nice pool. <laughs> let's get that. Let's go now. Let's get that hot couple over there to come over. Yeah, you um, know, like all redneck guys the, do when they find out you might be bi or a lesbian. Exactly, exactly. And you know, I might say yes if they guarantee brisket, but I'm not cheap. <laughs> So, <laughs> brisket. I'd be I love like, a good brisket. Oh, yeah, mm, yeah. yeah, they can keep that all day, but they should also, you know, have some salmon and some shrimp on the barbie, yeah. whatever. Yeah. Spend some money. Yeah. And good drinks. But if they're old enough, they should have money for drinks. You would think. I don't know. Yeah. These older people don't have money. Well, yeah. I mean, Gen X is the first generation that will be worse off than their parents were. It's okay. We'll be all right. Yeah. I don't care. Yeah. yeah I'm we'll survive. It. If not, we'll not. I'm pretty yeah. sure. I'm pretty <laughs> we'll sure. We'll just, you know. I'm tipping out at we'll, some point. I'm we'll dying. check out when we want to. Right. You know. Yeah. But not until you're ready. Yeah. No. Nah. Yeah. There's a lot more life to live. I've been ready for a while. I'm good to go anytime. <laughs> It'll work. It'll be fine. She tired. You know. She tired. I'm I'm over everyone. Yeah. Quarantine was rough. (laughs) Like it was, wasn't it really good for about three months and then it just became overwhelming and like angry. That that was me. The first three months I was like, I'm kind of here for this other than like the possibility of everybody dying. I will say my life (laughs) changed zero. (laughs) I think I stayed at home anyway. Podcast is the thing that start changed the most. Yes, yeah, and it gave me time to and our work on this friendship. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, now it's like fuck you, whatever. Bean, <laughs> fuck off. It's real. Bean. <laughs> no, I love her. It's weird. <laughs> She's very lovable. We bring each other gifts all the time, just not even thinking about it. Yeah, on the same day, it's like gift-giving day. And it neither is. one yeah. has a 
purpose or a plan. No, I think those are the best kinds of friends whenever you can see things and they make you think of them. And, like, they need that. Yeah. And we're, you know, there's a purpose to this podcast. And Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. No, I've thoroughly enjoyed it. Um, Whenever I first learned that Braddy started a podcast, I'm not and have never been a podcast person because I'm an ADHD person and it just doesn't work. But it's been very nice. It's been very nice because I feel like I've gotten to know Braddy so much better even. Yeah. Yeah. And that's what I wanted. I feel like a lot of my life I've been misunderstood. Well, you should have been a star. Obviously. And you've been backseating it for a long time. But now I don't know. Like, I see real stars, you know, and how their lives are. And, like, when they talk, like Eminem, for example, there ain't no fucking way I want to be that famous. You know right. what I mean? Where you just get accosted by. I yeah. don't, and it just makes me think, oh, I don't want to be famous at all. But what about, like, TLC famous? You know, that wouldn't be so bad. No. I mean, because you're going to have a little bit of gushing, but you could still live your life. Yeah. yeah. Or uh, the Wii channel. I do love me some Mama God, June. Listen, oh. listen. <laughs> yes. Um, and love after lockup. That's another favorite of mine. <laughs> oh, yes. Yes, yes, yes. No, Mama June is a whole ass mess. And I love every second of it. I've wanted to start over again and just start to watching when she you was... You can't find it anywhere. I, I haven't know. seen her. I haven't seen any of it. I never saw Honey Boo Boo either, oh, though. gosh. That's where I want to start. It's and, a whole vibe. Yeah, and she's a couponer. I mean, mm-hmm. June was a smart, smart person. Like a like, really smart person. Yeah, that she knew what to take advantage of. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? She mm-hmm. knew how to work the system. Yeah. You know, very, very street smart. Yes. And they're country street smart. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Um, I hate to see her you know, re- you've, all the you've shit. You've made her spaghetti, haven't you? Oh, God, no. Okay. No. I couldn't do we that We don't either. cook like that. No. That I was, can actually see listen, what I'm cooking. I was going to say, that's it. That got <laughs> I've never serious. seen this. And this sounds exactly Ooh. why I do she, not want to watch it. So she boils a couple of sticks of butter and puts a bottle of ketchup, and that's her spaghetti sauce. And um, that's it's okay, like, yeah, that's just, it's like a great meal for much. tapeworms. I let me tell you, that's enough. <laughs> too much, too much. It's so much. Yeah. Ugh. So she had surgery and stuff, though. Mm-hmm. And is she smaller now? Has she, she eaten was. around her surgery? It crashed and burned. She yeah. ate around it. She got on crack. Yeah, literally crack, yeah. meth, and crack. <laughs> yeah, it was yeah. awful. Um, yeah, she went th- recently went through a drug rehab, but my favorite person on the show is Jennifer. Because <laughs> um. <laughs> Jennifer had the surgery as well, and yes. it was like a big old contest between them. Yes. A whole like, contest, a whole entire contest. She is, now I know there is a lot of, you know, those assistants and those producers like just telling them what of to course. say and telling them what to do, but she is like the fucking worst she is the worst and you look at her and know somehow that she smells like she's put on too much charlie perfume from 1989 (laughs) you know this i was thinking more bath and body japanese cherry no she's not there she's not there (laughs) she ain't ready um yeah but um the the whole entire competition surrounds this man that they call sugar bear who has what like maybe three teeth Maybe. I don't think he has that many. Do you many. remember whenever he did the um, sexy photo shoot for Jennifer? That was my favorite thing. He wore a, a leather harness. Like, 
we would have to a Google leather a leather daddy harness. Yes, and it was <laughs> he was up on his ST and like his ass cocked out. It was the best. It was awful. It was so awful. You say you don't want to watch it, I was but a, you mean, do. I mean, but yeah, I'm afraid I would just spend. I would obsess. And let me tell you something else that is annoying about this show is, okay, I love Pumpkin, Mm -hmm. love her, but when she talks to Ella, oh my God, and she rolls her R's and everything is like a little girl and go get- You want some macaroni and cheese? Yes. I go, stop. You are going to make your child have a speech impediment yeah. that, that they're going to have to work out in elementary school. And she school. already has an extra finger, so she does not need this added. <laughs> I'm not kidding, remember? That's because so Honey true. Boo Boo told her it was easier to grab more cheese puffs out the bottle. Yeah, like she has an extra finger. She doesn't need this on top of it. It's not okay. Not appropriate. Stay away from Mm-mm. sword fighters. <laughs> So, we need to have a podcast where we just critique Mama June every week. It's just start at the beginning, start um, at Honey Boo Boo. Yes. Y'all are all I'm all like, in. Oh, my God. <laughs> Sign me the fuck up. <laughs> because we're, we're ready. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm ready. I'm ready. I don't know if there's a Mama June podcast out there, but if there is, there I want to do it. Be. And I want to sure overanalyze everything. I'm and sure we can start it out by it. going, hey, y'all, it's your girl, Mama June, because that's how she starts everything. <laughs> hey, well, y'all. Well, it's you just call girl. it, hey, y'all. Mama June. Mm-hmm. Hey, y'all. Oh, my yeah. God. Like, did you did you not get enough of that in the trailer park? You know? I didn't grow up in a trailer park. Did you not ever live in a trailer park? No. I lived in a trailer, but not in a trailer park. Uh, well, I didn't grow up in a trailer park, but I have lived in a trailer park, and I'm yeah. So, did you feel a real sense of community? No. <laughs> okay. I, I mean, I'm just. I was again. the queen. Like, I became obviously. the queen of yeah. the trailer park. I be, yeah, I don't know. I became the queen of the trailer park. Yes, it was bizarro. I, you know, people didn't even know they could. Like do things in their homes and change it or whatever. It was wild. It was like I opened. What do you mean, like paint? Whole new, yeah, all kinds of things. I was uh, wild. I love it. Wild. It is wild. It was wild. Yeah. So here's so. hoping that we get to do Rocky Horror this year. Yeah. Um. I'm trying to kind of guard myself a little bit in case it doesn't happen because Crossing I don't want my fingers. fingers hurt. This is what I want to know: the Rocky Horror. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> thing because I'm sorry <laughs> of course she, I would show she's verklempt it's yes it's the spirit my boyfriend's spirit is here choking me I understand no, like okay so he was a theater nerd you gotta think 1980s fame when Rocky Horror first came out mm-hmm. he has done Rocky Horror over a thousand productions he has been You're, we're still talking character. about your boyfriend yeah. Okay, I'm, I'm with who you I, am, I got lost for a second. <laughs> who he identifies as straight. Okay. But anyway, he'll go to Oz one day. He'll look yeah. behind the curtain. It'll but work. But anyway, yes, thousands. And he's played every single part. Really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. It, it's, it is, it's a weird nostalgic feeling every time I hear the intro song. Um there's something about it. 
Now, what I would love to see, and I would fight anybody who thought they were standing in the way of Braddy and I starring in Little Shop of Horrors as Seymour and Audrey. Um, that's clearly... I would love that. I would love it, too. I need to brush up on my Little Shop of Horrors, though. I'm ready. It's been a while. You. Okay. I got you. You could be the dentist. I think you would kill it. Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> that would be amazing. Yeah. I don't know. Rocky Horror for me is just... Oh, it's just something it's very comforting it's always there exactly. i know all the words i know every joke yeah i love hearing new jokes when they come out yeah my favorite is the audience participation and it's only something i do at rocky horror time i, I don't watch rocky year round like that's mm-hmm. not something i do right yeah yeah it's got to be at that and but it also kind of kicks off fall slash halloween for me that's my go-to yeah nice mm-hmm. all i know is that if daddy's in the mood, sometimes the soundtrack is on, whatever. I don't know. I mean, <laughs> it's, oh, well, that's it's a lovely too. soundtrack. Well, yeah. yeah. I mean, he is all kinds of musical soundtracks are well, on. It's there funny. There you go. Yeah. I love it. Cultured. He's a cultured man. It's past it's the a, bedtime. Is it? Yeah. <laughs> I know. And I'm getting that. I We haven't eaten anything. Mm-hmm. So I'm getting that like. Ah. Um, I'm sorry. Like, I need to lay my head down for a second. <laughs> Her sugar's up. Her sugar's up. <laughs> oh, goodness. Okay. <laughs> We're clutching pearls and about to pass out. The clamps. Our sugar's I'm gonna dropping. Start, Our sugar's no. rising. I'm almost about to start quoting Coal Miner's Daughter because that's my go-to whenever I'm like, I don't know. That is my go-to movie. Love Coal Miner's Isn't it Daughter. amazing? Yeah, I love Sissy Space. Can we cuddle on the couch and watch it together? Because that's one that my husband won't watch with me, and it hurts my feelings. Uh, no. Only if we can make it a marathon and watch the Patsy Klein story. Uh, after. Duh. Okay. <laughs> Are you fucking kidding? <laughs> Come on! Like, can we do that now? Just checking. Just checking. <laughs> yes. 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 I I'm in. Yeah. We, we could even we could route it out and do best little whorehouse in Texas too. Yeah, now that is yes. That's the trifecta. I also would watch. Uh, I know I don't care how terrible people think it is. I love Rhinestone too. Obviously, it has been We're so long since I've seen that. Just don't even realize. Oh my God. I know. And I'm making my husband watch all these older movies. Like I made him watch uh, The Legend of Billie Jean. Yes. Last night. Oh my God. Not yet. Okay. Put it on the, put it Mm. in the queue. Was he like, wow. Did he not? Was he freaking out? (laughs) No. You know who did though? Kinsey. (laughs) Really? (laughs) My daughter was freaking out. Yeah. Yeah. What was that dude's name? Who was in that? Shit. Well, you know what? Christian Slater was in that. He played the brother. Yes. Other than that, I don't know who you're talking about. <laughs> Got really lost staring at No, I was thinking the old one. Bobby. No, what was his name? Robbie Benson. Robbie Benson. That's a different one. Never That's mind. a different movie. Robbie Benson. Yeah. Where I know, know who Robbie Benson is, but I don't remember any movie he's he been in. He jumped from the Tallahassee Bridge, remember? Bobby. The Bobby Joe McAllister. Yeah. I'm here for it. Now. It all clicked yeah. finally for me. <laughs> in the legend, the movie, in the legend of Billy Jean. That's no, what not at all. No, I'm too different. I'm a different movie. I was a different movie because you went old, so I went all the way back in time. You did. Mm-hmm. I know. Well, 
We were bonding over really we old ass shit, and then you flash forward to a different decade. So I'm sorry, I was in a different decade. It's okay. I was I was cool. halfway between both because yeah. I was following both, but then yes. I got real confused at the end. Yeah, I do that. <laughs> I just recently watched Porky's again. Oh, that's such a good. Did one. you watch it with the girls? <laughs> they freak out that's the one they should have freaked out about they're like what is this <laughs> it's the best I said, I said this is what we got to watch this when we were 80s. 12 13 years yes. old yes it was great yeah yeah and we might that I was 18. you know that's why gen like, x you. is gonna survive probably yeah lassie <laughs> shit <laughs> jesus <laughs> Kim Cattrall was great in that. I love her. Yes. I loved her in Mannequin. I loved her in Sex and the City. Even though Sex and the City was, you know, everything people say it is now. Yeah, it was, but it, it was comforting. Was. It was nice. Well, it's HBO and yeah. we wanted to see women fucking around and, you know, yeah, okay, cool. It was groovy. I love Sex and the City. Some people and like are very yeah. It's I know, one of those shows I can so, put on and just listen to while I'm working. Mm-hmm. That's that's one of those for me. And but yeah, looking back at it, you know, maybe some of the characters are problematic, but you know, it, yeah, who people isn't problematic? problematic. It just True. depends on which glasses you're looking through. Like I tell people, everybody like why needs is it a problem with out. you? Why do you care about some stupid dumbass well, TV show? Everybody needs a villain, but what they don't realize is we are all villains in somebody else's story. That's true. Some people think we're the hero and some people think yeah. we're the freaking the villain. Is, but we know that I'm the hero. It says it right here. <laughs> Bam. There you go. Yeah. You 100% are. Sometimes, you know, Forget that people can't see what I'm doing. (laughs) Never mind. No. What? You don't know? Hello? If you know, you know. So. Sound cool and modern. (laughs) Right. We're trying. Right. So, where can they find you, Gail? You can find me on Instagram at Gabin Gail Time. I'm working on some things, but we'll talk about it a different time. Oh, okay. find me on social media instagram gabin gale time tiktok that i never post on gabin gale time i tied you in something though you can find me i'm bruce tonsils on fat life and the ticker talker yeah come watch my stuff I haven't done anything in a while. You have actually. On. You've made some quality stuff lately. Have not. I was yeah. just riffraff not too long ago. I know that was <laughs> that was great. Yeah. Like and subscribe to Gab and Girl Time, and you know <laughs> all Braddy's content and Joey. We don't know what he does. Surprise! He's just, just here for entertainment he's value. An artist. I'm here for the fun. Yeah. If you want him to paint you something, yeah. contact me and I'll put you through to Absolutely. him. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. You can do that. <laughs> yeah. Again, I ain't cheap. No. That's why worth. that's why I'm the friend, because right. I know eventually I'm gonna get something for free. Right. No, you will. <laughs> you will. But you gave me my gift, my birthday gift. Yes. Yeah. Now yeah. I own a gunpowder that I didn't know that might go off at it. <laughs> Don't walk past it with a cigarette. Be careful, those candles. <laughs> Your bath and body works. Oh my God. <laughs>
<laughs> You're going to be smelling like pomegranate and cherry, and then all of a sudden, Powell's going to blow up. <laughs> no, that won't do it. It'll be the mahogany tea. <laughs> It'll get sassy. That's right. That made my heart race. <laughs> so masculine and if you're still listening at this point <laughs> we're going out on i know we really appreciate you for doing it yes and we thank you so much for listening to I'm gavin gay time gavin gay time gavin gay time i think you better call tyrone and tell him, come on, get you get your shit. That's where it ends. <laughs> this was an out of body, body experience. <laughs> <I don't even know. laughs>